just thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you for this day. Thank you, Lord, for the counseling session I just had. I look forward to just bless my counselor, God. I thank you for him. I thank you for him. He is a godsend directly from you. Bless him and his family. I just thank you, God. You're going to do something amazing. You're going to do something amazing. I'm just looking forward to you going to do some amazing stuff, guys. Get excited every time I think about it. When I think about my future, when I think about this generation and your millennial kingdom, it just excites me, God. So I think if this is the day that you have made, I can rejoice and be glad in it. I thank you for the sun shining out. And even though there's snow out, there's kids out here sledding in the park, throwing snowballs. There's geese to my right, walking on the ice pack, little lake or whatever this is over here. Yeah, lake. It's too big to be a pond. But Lord, in the name of Jesus, God, everywhere I look, I just see the beauty of your creation. I see the beauty of your perfect plan. And I look forward to a complete redemption and restoration that's going to happen. I thank you, Lord. I pray specifically for people going through a hard season, God, because I'm going through one myself. There's days I'm just like, God, I'm just glad I got out of bed, bed today. I got out of bed. I've accomplished something. I've gotten out of bed and I've put on clothes and I've gotten out. For those people going through that, just, just getting up was a hard task for them. For those who are waiting for something, that their heart yearns for. I just pray that they would see that you are there in the midst of their waiting. And they all along, the very thing that they've been waiting for was actually you. And that eventually they will, you will grant whatever that is that they've been waiting for. If it's according to your will. And their desires will even change God, that they will be able to separate what they need from what they want. Cause I have a lot of wants, God, but you know what I need. You know what we have need of before you even ask, God. You said, us as being, I'm an earthly father, God. I have four children that I love. And I know how to give them good gifts. I love to give them good gifts. How much more, God, will you, our Father in heaven, give us good gifts? Not just monetarily, not just homes and dream homes and whatever that dream of the husband, the wife, the spouse, all the things that we dream about and desire. Just simply, you know what we have need of before we even ask, Lord. You're going to give us good gifts, not just here on earth, but eternity. Eternity, the gift of you, God, the gift of salvation. Thank you for the gift of salvation. Even if you did nothing else, you sent your son, Jesus, over 2,000 years ago to die on a cross for us. So I thank you, God. I thank you, God, that one day we'll be reunited with you, God. I just, one more thing, Lord, I just pray for racial reconciliation in our nation. I'm just having a conversation, Lord, with the counselor. Lord, you you were there. That the only way this is going to happen is through is through the Holy Spirit. That's the only way it's going to happen. Any other way, it just can't happen. All of our efforts, all the guilt, act, be acts of kindness out of guilt, 
it has to be by your Holy Spirit for there to be bridges built and for restoration to happen. In your mighty name, I pray. Amen. All right, here we go. We're going to jump right into it. Jump right into it. Turn this music down just a little bit more. All right, the line of Seth. Chapter five, Genesis chapter five. So I'm going to be reading from the Christian Standard Bible. The Tony Evans Bible, study Bible. And as we read in chapter four, we talked about Cain and Abel. And it's interesting, something I didn't catch there is we see in the line of Cain that there's immediately <laughs> murder. I don't know why I'm laughing, but yeah, we saw where that goes. And then we learned that, yeah, Eve had another child and named him Seth, which once again means that God has, what is, what does Seth mean? Oh, here it goes. A son was born. So yeah, Adam was intimate with his wife again. She gave birth to a son and named him Seth. For she said, God has given me another child in place of Abel. I thought it told me what Seth meant. Ah, I say I got to bring back up. That's that's the end of chapter four. Well, I'm reading from Seth. Seth, we're about to read about Seth. So read Seth. Genesis 4. Oh, where is it? Here we go. Granted. Yes. It's speculated that his name means granted or the name or appointed. So Seth was, his name means appointed or granted to Eve as a replacement for Abel. All right. So. Here we go. Now we're on chapter five, Genesis five, the line of Seth. This is the document containing the family records of Adam. On the day that God created man, he made him in the likeness of God. He created them male and female. When they were created, he blessed them and called them mankind. Adam was 130 years old when he followed his son in his likeness, according to his image and named him Seth. Adam lived 800 years after he fathered Seth and he fathered other sons and daughters. So Adam's life lasted 930 years and he died. Seth was 105 years old when he fathered Enosh. Seth lived 807 years after he fathered Enosh and he fathered other sons and daughters. So Seth's life lasted 912 years, then he died. Enosh was 90 years old when he fathered Kenan. Enosh lived 815 years after he fathered Kenan and he fathered other sons and daughters. So Enosh... Enosh's life lasted 905 years, then he died. Kenan was 70 years old when he fathered Mahalalel. Mahalalel. Kenan lived 840 years after he fathered Mahalalel, and he fathered other sons and daughters, so Kenan's life lasted 910 years, then he died. Mahalalel was 65 years old when he fathered Jared. Mahalalel lived 830 years after he fathered Jared, and he fathered other sons and daughters, so Mahalalel's life lasted 895 years, then he died. Jared was 162 years old when he fathered Enoch. 
Jared lived 800 years after he fathered Enoch, and he fathered other sons and daughters. So Jared's life lasted 962 years when he died. Then he died. Enoch was 65 years old when he fathered Methuselah. And after he fathered Methuselah, Enoch walked with God 300 years and fathered other sons and daughters. So Enoch's life lasted 365 years. Enoch walked with God, and then he was not there because God took him. Methuselah was 187 years old when he fathered Lamech. Methuselah lived 782 years after he fathered Lamech, and he fathered other sons and daughters. So Methuselah's life lasted 969 years, then he died. Lamech was 182 years old when he fathered a son. He named him Noah, saying, This one will bring us relief from the agonizing labor of our hands, caused by the grounds the Lord has cursed. Lamech lived 595 years after he fathered Noah, and he fathered other sons and daughters. So Lamech's life lasted 777 years. Then he died. Noah was 500 years old, and he fathered Shem, Ham, and Japheth. All right, so I'm going to go back and just read. And by the way, it is the afternoon today. It's, it's uh, it is February 19th, Friday, and I'm in the park after my counseling session. I see this guy in my church for counseling. It's really good. I encourage anyone. It's free, too. Thank God my church tithes pay for it. So, um... I don't have to pay the God directly. And it's, it's a blessing. Uh, some people may need more professional counseling and therapy and may even need to see a psychiatrist to get pills prescribed to you. But I just encourage you, whatever your case is, go get some counseling, some kind of therapy, period. Uh, it's good to have someone to talk to. Anyway, yeah, I'm in the park now. I was like, let me just do a, another quick recording for Chew the Bible. So I'm really enjoying uh, this Genesis and just breaking it down in this format. So, yeah. All right. We're going to go ahead and go do. Now I'm going to read the New Living Translation, Chapter 5. And we're just going to go a couple verses at a time. There's a lot of genealogy here, so this shouldn't actually take too long. Hopefully we'll see what insights I get. How I say that. And then the church mother somewhere in the back is like, let them lose them. Let Let them use you. So that's my pretend church mother in the back saying, let them use you. Allowing me to uh, keep going. All right, here we go. The descendants of Adam. This is the written account of the descendants of Adam. When God created human beings, He made them to be like himself. He created them male and female. He blessed them and called them human. I wonder what's the root. Why the word man and human? These words. What is what does the word man even mean? I never thought about that. Like. 
What is the where did it even come from? What did man derive from? What did the word man derive from? That's a question for another day. I'm not gonna go there. You know what? You know what? We're gonna stop for a hot second. Where did man name derive from? getting the answer I'm looking for. Yeah, I'm going to look this up more later. Origin of the word man. Alright, here we go. Etymology, it is derived from a proto-Indo-European root man. Sanskrit, Slavic Maz, man, male, of etymologies that do make connections with the other Indo-European roots man, the thinker, is the most traditional. That is, the word is connected with the root men. To think, cognate, to mind. Oh. I'm going to go look into this a little deeper. Interesting. To think. The word means to think. One who has intelligence interesting i never made that connection see here you go this is why you watch this is why you listen to chew the bible <laughs> uh wow to think a thinker one who has one who has intelligence interesting that's really interesting i never thought i never and what does human mean? Like human. What is the first word human? I'm going to look that up more later because I'll be here all day doing this research. The etymology or the, the origins of words. All right, let's keep going. When Adam was 130 years old, he became the father of a son who was just like him in his very image. He named his son Seth. After the birth of Seth, Adam lived another 800 years and he had other sons and daughters. Adam lived 930 years and then he died. Wow, that's a long time to live. When I see this, I always wonder, like, when they say he lived 930 years, is it the same amount of time that we would consider 930 years? Or I, I, it has to be that people lived a lot longer back then. Because as we're going to see, people started to live progressively less amount of time. They didn't get as old. I wonder if they start, like, when did they start looking wrinkled? Did the wrinkles set in at 990, 900, or 899? Or did they start at 500? Like, was 500 the middle age? That's something I just think about says, yeah, he had a father, he had a son that was just like him in his very image. It just reminds me of God. We're made in his image. All right. When Seth was 105 years old, he became the father of Enosh, or the ancestor of Enosh. After the birth of Enosh, 
Seth lived another 807 years, and he had other sons and daughters. Seth lived 912 years, and then he died. See, so he went from 930 years that Adam lived, and then Seth lived and lived 912 years. So he lost 28 years. I think that's the math on that. Yeah. Let's keep going. When Enosh was 90 years old, he became the father of Kenan. After the birth of Kenan, Enosh lived an, another 815 years, and he had other sons and daughters. Enosh lived 905 years, and then he died. When Kenan was 70, yeah, and then we yeah, go from 930, 912, 905. When Kenan was 70 years old, he became the father of Mahalo, and people started having kids at younger ages, too. When Kenan was 70 years old, he became the father of Mahalalel. After the birth of Mahalalel, Kenan lived another 840 years, and he had other sons and daughters. Kenan lived 910 years, and then he died. So he, something about Kenan's life, he got a little extra five years in Enosh. When Mahalalel was 65 years old, he became the father of Jared. That's my middle name, for those of y'all curious. After he, the birth of Jared, Mahalalel lived another 830 years, and he had other sons and daughters. Mahalalel lived 895 years, and then he died. So now we lost time again. When Jared was 162 years old, he became the father of Enoch. After the birth of Enoch, Jared lived another 800 years, and he had other sons and daughters. Jared lived 962 years, and then he died. So he gained back some years. When Enoch was 65 years old, he became the father of Methuselah. After the birth of Methuselah... Enoch lived in close fellowship with God for another 300 years. And he had other sons and daughters. Enoch lived 365 years, walking in close fellowship with God. Then one day he disappeared because God took him up. So I'm going to stop there. Remember, these are all people from the line of Seth. We don't hear anything about people killing anyone under the line of Seth yet or anything like that. We don't see hear about any evil like we did with uh, Cain, the line of Cain. And the line of Cain is barely even talked about. It's very, it's chapter, they only devote verses 17 through 26 versus when they talk about the line of Seth, Seth got 32 verses. So there's something about the line of Seth that's more prosperous, that is not cursed, that is, there's no killing Enoch, why'd you name your son Methuselah? That's a, that's a long, hard name, bro. Um, all right, what are some things here? So it's interesting. He had out of all his... So he has, like Mahalalel, he has a child at 65 years old, Methuselah. Enoch, it says he lived in close fellowship with God for another 300 years. So what was it for those first 65 years? Interesting. What was he doing for those first 65 years? And then Enoch lives 365 years. It's interesting that he lived 365 years. We have 365 days in a year. So that's why when people talk about how a thousand years is like a day to God or something like that, there's a scripture that talks about that. Sometimes I wonder, hmm, what if 365 years are just 365 days? It's like, nah, that would that doesn't make sense. Or like, what is that? What is it? What is it? What is that? Like, what is that? Is it really? Is it really in the same amount? Of, I need to research this later. Like time 
in the Old Testament compared to time now? What was that like? What was a year? Was it really 365 days? What calendar are we basing this off of? What kind of clock and timer are we basing this off of? So interesting, interesting thoughts. Um, and then one day he disappeared because God took him. That's my favorite line. God just took him to the upper room. So this is the first example of the rapture. I don't know how this worked. Why God just shot him up, beamed him up, beamed up Enoch like that. What was Enoch doing? What was his relationship with God that... Because we don't hear Enoch talking about his wife. We don't even know who Enoch's wife was. What, what kind of work was Enoch doing? We don't know anything. We don't know what kind of work Enoch was doing. We don't know his wife's name. We just know he had a son named Methuselah. And he was close to God. And God was like, all right, I love this dude. It's time for him to come on home. I don't even, I'm not even going to let him experience death. And apparently he's the only person in the Bible that experienced that. Other than, who was it? There's somebody that was just being beat. And then they just got taken out. Let's see here. People who were raptured. I'll have to look that up later. There was another person that... So it was Enoch. I think it was Stephen. Elijah. Yeah, Elijah was the other one. Elijah was the other one. Enoch and Elijah was the other one that was raptured. I'll have to read more about the story of Elijah and what happened, the details of that. All right, let's keep going. Let's wrap it up. So it's funny, all the Bible scholars, the people that just like, you went to seminary and know this stuff backward before their parties, like another line, Elijah, Aaron, Elijah, Elijah, bro, Elijah. <laughs> I was over here confirming things. Anyway, um, <sighs> excuse me. I need some coffee or something. When Methuselah was 187 years old, he became the father of Lamech. After the birth of Lamech, Methuselah lived another 782 years, and he had other sons and daughters. Methuselah lived 969 years, and then he died. When Lamech was 182 years old, he became the father of a son. Lamech named his son Noah. So we're talking about the son of Enoch. Enoch outlived his father. Wow, Enoch only lived 365 years as God took him. How long would Enoch have lived? Let's see here. And his son ends up living the longest since Adam. 
this about to be get real interesting because he said and then when Lamech was 182 years old, 80, 182 years old, he became the father of a son. Lamech named his son Noah, for he said, "May he bring us relief or comfort from our work and the painful labor of farming this ground that the Lord has cursed." After the birth of Noah, Lamech lived another 595 years, and he had other sons and daughters. Lamech lived 777 years, and then he died. So 777, that's the number of completeness, wholeness, restoration. These numbers are not an accident. And then after Noah was 500 years old, he became the father of Shem, Ham, and Japheth. So the man, it was like a sign, Lamech coming along, dying at seven, seven, 777 years old, and then having a son, yeah, having the son Noah who came from the line of Seth, the line of a man that was raptured in Enoch, Methuselah, Lamech, and then we got Noah, who we all know the story about Noah. That's that was God's, and they said. May he bring us relief from our work and the painful labor of farming this ground that the Lord has cursed. Interesting. Lord, we thank you for Noah. We thank you for this this word. We thank you for this bloodline of Seth, Lord. Even though the line of Cain was cursed, you provided a way out through Seth that led to all these people and led to... Uh, led to Enoch, led to Methuselah, led to Lamech, that led to Noah. And ultimately, you know, you saved the whole earth when you flooded. You, you saved you saved a remnant and destroyed, oh man, so much, so many people. But you, say, you were able to save us. All of us now are descendants of Noah. Whether we know it or not or want to accept it or not, you provided a way of escape, a way out. And even though men, as we're going to learn about Lot and Sodom and Gomorrah and all the craziness of the Philistines and the all that craziness and the Nephilim, God, even after you, oh, I'm jumping ahead, God, but you basically, you provided Noah. You provided a boat, a rescue ship for all of us that will lead eventually to Jesus, who's the ultimate rescue ship, the ultimate lifeboat off the titanic that is sinking to this day this earth is sinking like a titanic and you provided jesus through noah as a lifeboat so i just thank you live for this word once again i look forward to all the things that i'm going to continue to just pull from this word and and i pray for anyone listening including myself that this wouldn't just be an exercise in in just more knowledge this information, God, would we could apply it, God, and we would apply it to our everyday life and have an impact on individuals that they be transformed by your Holy Spirit. And there'll just be a peace, God, knowing we'll be like Enoch, just walking with you, God, to have a fellowship with you, have a relationship with you. And other people will be like, wow, there's something different about that person. I want what they have. I want the joy that they have. I want the peace that they have. And we look forward, God. Anytime, God, you can come back and just go ahead. And sometimes I'm like, oh, I'd like to see my kids grow up. I want to see, you know, I would like to see my grandchildren. I would like to see restoration. 
and whether it's with my former wife, ex-wife, Lord, or or with a new wife, I want to experience that again. There's all the things I would like to experience before I, I go to the upper room. But you know what? God, if you want to go and take me up, up out of here and rapture up the church up now, you can do go right ahead. Go right ahead, God. Because it's getting crazier and crazier. So I don't know what it's going to look like going forward, but I know that you're in control. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. All right, I'm going to go ahead and find a song to play. You know what? We're going to skip. We ain't, we ain't going to do no song today. We're going we're gonna to skip out on the song. Yeah, no, nah, we're going to play. I always do that. I'll be like, oh, we ain't going to do no song. We're gonna, yeah, we're going to do a song. Yeah, we'll do a song. I don't know what yet. We'll find something. All right, I'll be back. All right, this song gets me hype every time. So, And excuse me, I'm, I'm probably going to sing along on some of the lines. Here we go. This is Lord Don't Move That Mountain by Inez Andrews. There we go. I learned this song from Ricky Smiley. He sang it on his profile one day. I was like, ah, ever since. It's my song. It's my song. Here we go. Don't move my mountain, but give me the strength to climb. And oh, don't take away my stumbling block. To lead me all around You don't have to move the mountain But give me the strength to climb No Don't take away my stumbling blocks But lead me all Father, nobody I try to treat it really well the same and every time I turn my back They scandalize my name Ah, Jesus Yeah You don't have to move my mountain Give me the strength to climb Away my stumbling blocks, but leave me all around. Now, when my foes would slay me, this is a line I don't know. Yes. Master, yes. You don't have to move my mountains, but give me the strength to climb. Lord, don't take away my stumbling blocks, but leave me y'all blessed by that song go out have a wonderful day i'm about to get out here and drive make these deliveries make this money because child support don't sleep child support don't sleep but hey 
one day it's all gonna make sense. All of it's gonna make sense. In your mighty name, I pray. Blessings, 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 blessings on everyone that listened and who's gonna listen or who hasn't listened to this podcast. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Deuces.